Welcome to the Sherl and Shirley Show. Today, I have a guest who's a local guest. His name is Greg Jarabic, and he is a attorney here in Wisconsin Rapids. And I'm really happy to have you on today, Greg. And what I'd like you to do is just kind of introduce yourself to my audience, and hopefully we'll be able to do this uh, every now and then so they can catch up with what's going on with you. Well, uh, first and foremost, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. As you said, my name is Greg Jarabic. Um I've been an attorney with uh, Nash Law Group for just a little under 20 years. Uh, moved here with my family in, in very early uh, 2005 uh, and have been practicing ever since. Uh, general practice, I've done everything from criminal defense to general litigation, lots of family law, guardian ad litem work, mm-hmm. guardianships, chips. Uh, I do a lot of bankruptcy work in my practice, uh, which I really do enjoy. I really do cover everything. How in the world can you enjoy that, Greg? <laughs> oh, I, bankruptcy is a, a wonderful field to practice in. First of all, generally speaking, it's non-adversarial. You're not constantly fighting with someone. And second, I found that in my bankruptcy practice, I have met hundreds of very good people uh, that something beyond their control, you know, something bad has happened to them. And uh, it's it's wonderful to help people get out of the bad situations they find themselves in, uh, that usually there's a, you know, something tragic, you know, most of the time it's medical bills, mm-hmm. uh, but there's also people who lose jobs or, or businesses fail because, and not for lack of hard work, just, you know, the markets crash, things change, you know, and, and I get to meet so many good people that come in with kind of these uh, often sometimes heartwarming, but a lot of times heartbreaking stories of how they find themselves in this horrible financial position. So it is yeah. it is really an enjoyable area. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that because uh, we do need really good attorneys in that kind of an area. I know people who've had to go through bankruptcy and it's not an easy thing. First of all, it's an embarrassment. You know, they feel it's an embarrassment and it's really shouldn't be that. And uh, it helps when you have someone that understands uh, representing you. So that's a good thing. So, well, that tells me that you have a heart, Greg. I don't know if that's good in law or not. I'm not sure, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I I like to think I do. Um, I I try to maintain a a sense of humor, but also a uh, personal perspective on things. You know, frequently we lawyers, a lot of times kind of deal in misery. Uh, often we're not seeing people at their best and you have to remember that they are people. They go home just like I do and have families and kids. And, you know, so to, to be compassionate when you're representing someone is important. Absolutely. I truly hope that I don't have to, but if I do, I'll be contacting you. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, uh, so let's talk about, you know, okay. So your background a little bit, uh, as far as like where you're from. And so you've lived here since like 2005, you said. Yep. And you have I, uh, kids, you have kids here and in school. Yes. I have three wonderful children. Uh, my daughter, awesome. Kate is going to be a senior at Lincoln. Wow. Uh, my son, Colin is going to be a freshman at Lincoln. Uh, and then my youngest, Danica, is going to be in fifth grade uh, at Howe Elementary. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And we moved here. I, well, I grew up in a little town called Kiwani on the lakeshore. Um, went to school there. Went to college at UWSP uh, and very much found love with central Wisconsin at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to law school in the Twin Cities. Uh, and then after law school, 
through a kind of a weird series of events. Uh, ended up getting a job offer here in Wisconsin Rapids at what at the time was Nash Podvin, now Nash Law Group, with the wonderful attorneys that were here that mentored me in my youth and have been here ever since. Uh, wow. Had children here and have just, this is home and this is where I want to be for a long time. No intention of going anywhere else. Well, that's great. Let's talk a little bit about what you want to see in your future, as I think this is one of the reasons that you're on here. And this is one of the reasons I want to continue like conversations with you down the road so we can keep the people out there abreast on what's going on in your life and what you're looking forward to. Obviously, you have roots here and this is where you want to stay. So this is kind of your next step, I think. Well, and in my my next step you know, and, and this isn't shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. You know, my intention is to run for the next judicial spot that becomes available in Wood County. I've never made it a mystery to anyone that my intention has always been to seek a judicial spot. Tim Giebert uh, is a friend of mine. He ran for the last one. Uh, I was happy when he decided to run. I think he's going to do a phenomenal job. Honestly, if, if he wouldn't have run, I, I probably would have run last time. You know, I, I think Tim's going to do great. I supported his campaign and I was happy to go out in support of him. Yes. But my intention is to run. And we have now, now four judges, uh, two of which are probably nearing retirement age in the coming years. So whichever one decides to leave, my intention is to uh, run for that position. Always been a, a career goal of mine to serve in that capacity and uh, something I've always wanted to do. Well, that's great. I think it's uh, wonderful that we have people that will stand up and do that. And you and I talked a little off air about running for office and how that has become uh, contentious in this day and age, unfortunately. And then when you run as a judge, it's a nonpartisan position. It shouldn't matter what kind of political leaning you have in any way. And that's what fascinates me nowadays is that we don't have that anymore. We don't have that civil discourse where we can just talk. I helped on some school board in the last election here in Rapids. This is a very interesting place. I've never lived in a place like this before. Not saying that it's bad. I'm saying that there's a lot of good. It was very interesting on how they took it. It was uh, definitely split down the middle. It was one of those things where you know, this is how it is here and you're just going to have to fall in line here. And I think that's unfortunate. Very grateful that Tim Giebert won. And you know, you've been here a long time and that's it. You build community, you build relationships, you talked about all the positions that you've held in, in law and all the uh, jobs that you've done and all the people that you've worked with, which is fascinating. And I do think running uh, for judge is a very, it says a lot about your character and about you because it means you do want to serve your community. And I think that's uh, something that's we should all be grateful for because it is a tough job being a judge in a community, a small community. Well, it, it certainly is. And I've, I've always had kind of a, a calling to, to serve. I've over the years, I've tried not only to always have at least a little bit of pro bono work, uh, especially in sympathetic circumstances, but I've I've kind of a, a long track record of a lot of community service. Uh, when I first moved here, I was on the board for the Boys and Girls Club for a couple of years. Uh, then I was on the board of directors for United Way, and I was on the board again for Boys and Girls Club. I served as president of the Police and Fire Commission for the city of Wisconsin Rapids for a number of years. I was president of the Howe Elementary School PTA. Currently, I serve with Crime Stoppers. I'm the acting secretary for Crime Stoppers. I've been doing that now for about four or five years. Wow. I really mean it when I say that you know this is home and this is someplace I want to make the best of, not just for me and my kids, but for everybody, you know, and those experiences serving on those boards. And it's just been wonderful. I, I was on the board at a time when the partnership with the YMCA formed with the Boys and Girls Club. 
mm. uh, which is just a, a wonderful facility, an amazing place that I think gives a tremendous amount uh, uh, to the city. It, it really, I, I wish every city had a facility like that, especially where the children the club serves can have so many more opportunities available to them you know, that's something only like the YMCA can offer. Yeah, I noticed that. The YMCA here is beautiful. It's very nice. And we're very fortunate to have that in an area in the middle, you know, of nowhere. I mean, it's so weird. Wisconsin Rapids is in such an interesting area when you think about it. And Wood County is so spread out when you think about it, too. I mean, Wood County encompasses Marshfield and it just goes, it's such a, I don't know, I, I don't even know how to explain how strange it is shaped in here and the cut, you know, the districts and stuff. It's very interesting to see. And so it's such a long, and then that's the other thing is running for judge. I mean, it's a low, very large area to run in. It's a lot to cover. And one thing I've learned about Wood County is there much, much like you were saying before, where there seems to be a, a political divide on everything these days. There's there's a regional divide here. There's a north side with Marshfield and the south side here with Rapids. And mm -hmm. sometimes it almost feels like it's two different areas. And, and each each area has different perspectives on things. You know, one certainly isn't going to look at every issue the same as the other. But I mean, despite the political division, I think we see, you know, certainly on a national scale day to day, I think on a smaller scale, you know, when you talk to a person, I think there is a lot of commonality and a lot of communication that can happen. You know, whether we agree or disagree on something, you know, on an individual basis, I find that there is a lot in common we have and a lot of the same interests that we have across the board. I think at I the totally end of the day, most people just want to, you know, live their life and care for their families. We always, if we always keep that in common, I think there can always be progress. I totally agree with that. I can tell you from my experience here, I've only lived here a short time when it comes to it, uh, three years, moved here in the year of COVID, uh, 2020. And my experience here getting involved uh, was getting involved with a group, uh, Concerned Citizens of Rapids. And this group has expanded to such a large group now that we have both because we're trying to fight for doing stuff in, in the community that's better for our kids at school. Um, there are some issues in the school district here. And we're trying to help fix that. And it's all of us. This isn't just, you know, certain people. This is a group of very diverse, very diverse. <laughs> and uh, it's very interesting to have our, uh, our meetings. And we have both. We have both sides of the spectrum. And I mean, totally way off. The one thing that we could talk about is we can agree on about 60% of just about everything, sometimes 70 or 80%. And then when it comes to our kids and our community, we care about it all together, 100%. So that's what we're focused on is these are the things we want to try to help in this community. And I think you're right. When it's individual, when you sit down with a person right across from you and they see that you really do care, it makes a big difference. And I really do care about the community. I live here. I want to stay here. I'm not going anywhere. I want our kids to be educated and to come out. And I mean all of them, not just, you know, some. Like you have a good uh, family background. Not everyone has that. And so we have to make sure we reach out to everyone. And obviously with what you've done in being a lawyer serving here, you've seen that. You've seen it with kids. You've seen it with the guardians, with all of it. I know that you've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sometimes I say that, <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. I do agree with you. I think that if we talk to each other, and that's part of it, is we have to learn to talk again. We may not agree on everything. You're totally right. You and I might not agree on everything, but I still am willing to talk to you about just about anything, put it out there, and if we agree to disagree, okay, I move on. You know, I'm okay with that. So that's what I think we need to get back to, and I hope that we can do that. 
And I think someone running for judge certainly knows how to do that. And as long as you maintain an attitude of respect for everybody, there's always a way to find a commonality to move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just want to say uh, again that you are... Um, I've met you a couple times in person. We haven't had a whole lot of time to talk to each other. And I look forward to doing that more and more because I think that's how we all learn. We talk to each other. And I think that um, what you're looking to do is, like I said, admirable, number one. And number two, uh, it tells me that you want to serve your community, that you care about your community. And that says a whole lot to me. So I hope that um, these things move forward for you soon. Who knows, right? Well, you never know. Um, you know, it could be tomorrow. It could be a couple of years from now. But sure. either way, I, I look forward to it. And you know, I, I should say at the same time, I you know, I'm I'm in private practice, and I enjoy doing what I'm doing. I, I have wonderful business partners that I love working with, who are all very excellent attorneys, and you know, all offer different perspectives, even within our own firm. Um, and I enjoy working with them. So I, I would never want anyone to get the idea that somehow I, I wouldn't want to be doing this uh, because certainly I do. You know, just a, a position, a judicial spot is something that I've I've always wanted to do. And I think I would be good at it. I think most people who have met me over the years, uh, once they really get to know me, they realize I have a far more interest in finding practical solutions to things, not just some abstract or not just arguing for the sake of arguing. You know, I want to solve problems, not create them. Oh, that's totally right there. What we, we need, we need more people that are interested in solving problems and can come to the table with that attitude instead of come to the table with their own agenda. And that's one thing that I don't appreciate. And I'll work with anyone. It doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't. That's part of it too. If you'll work with anyone, I think that's great. What what branches? I mean, there's circuit court and... Well, it, there's the circuit court, which now we have the four branches. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Judge Brazo and uh, soon to be Judge Gebert. Uh, you know, I, I know that they'll be around for quite a few years yet. Uh, Judge Potter and Judge Wolf. I, I will also say that our excellent judges, that's another thing I love about practicing in Wood County. The judges we have here are wonderful to work with, always very cordial, very thoughtful, wonderful judges to work with. Uh, not always the case uh, when you go around the entire state. Understanding is, and, and from what I've from what I've heard that uh, Judge Potter may be uh, retiring within the next couple of years. Uh, Judge Wolf may be the same. I hope they're not upset with me. I'm not saying that I want <laughs> to leave or anything. No. Um, I just know that uh, both of them served as district attorney for a number of years. And I know that both of them have you know, their own families and their own interests as well. And I think that, well, anyone who, when they decide it's their time that they want to retire for whatever reasons that may be, uh, certainly, both of them uh, have earned that and, and deserve the respect for whatever decision they decide to make. Sure. Well, hey, maybe you could tell us a little bit about the Crime Stopper part that you're in, involved in, because that sounded kind of interesting. All of it that you talked about, truthfully, is very interesting to me. But uh, no, you know, no, Crime Stoppers is a you know wonderful organization. It's county by county. I mean, everyone I think knows that we've all seen the commercials that if you know or have any knowledge about a crime that you can report that. Uh, they have a wonderful quick 50 program in our high schools, you know, where kids can report incidents and it's all done anonymously. And if it's something that leads to an arrest or a conviction of someone on a serious offense, cash reward you can get for that is fairly substantial. In fact, at our meeting last month, the board authorized 
yeah, roughly $800 worth of cash rewards to people on a couple wow. of different offenses that involved a robbery uh, and also a home invasion. So wow. It was a wonderful board to serve on. You know, and, and honestly, in the last couple of years, we've been looking for a few more board members. So if there's anyone who's listening that would like to serve in that capacity, they could by all means reach out to me and we could put that in motion. Oh, that's interesting. So hopefully audience, you heard that because that's a uh... That would be something I think that would be uh, interesting and also very important to the community for sure. But it, it does have an impact, I think, in the high schools, especially. You know, the, mm -hmm. the board gets an opportunity to uh, set some policy directives on the things we would like to reward kids for reporting and, and trying to discourage certain behavior. I mean, whether that is from kids stealing from other kids or whether it's, you know, vaping in bathrooms and, and trying to uh, curb, you know, those sorts of things. So we have a lot of discussion at those forums. Everyone has their own perspectives they like to offer. And I do think that is one area that we can make a difference by getting the word out on those things and encouraging kids to, for the betterment of those around them, you know, be honest and forthcoming with law enforcement. Yeah, that, that's something certainly that we need. I recently um, saw incident reports at the school, and it's somewhat frightening, truthfully, when you think about it. I don't know if COVID had a large part to do with some of this, but um, we do need to get it back under control. Kids need to learn. There's, there's uh, consequences to what you do. And I think when they learn it younger, they're better off in the future. Well, I hope I've taught as much to my kids. I'm sure if they were sitting here saying that they know how well dad can raise his voice at him. So. <laughs> I don't see you that way. I see you kind of calm most of the time. Whenever I'm around you, you're pretty calm, laid back. Yeah, about 90% of the time, very laid back. You know, I am a product of my parents though. So 10% of the time, my, uh, my mother's genetics come out and I, I can I can and have been known to raise my voice occasionally. Well, children, <laughs> children can make you do that. You know, my son, every once in a while, I'll say, don't let Lieutenant Labar come out, dude. <laughs> when he was a kid, poor kid, because <laughs> once she comes out, it's no good putting her back for a while. You know, I can understand that. And children can do that. <laughs> they do certainly have a way of pushing our buttons. Yes, they do. But they learn it from us, I'm sure. Secondly, um, most of the time it's done with love, correct? Oh, very much so. Mine too. I would, I would agree with what you just said 100%. The, the mm -hmm. things that frustrate me the most that my children do, I, the first person I should be frustrated with is me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because I, I'm I'm probably the one they learned it from. That's exactly what I think many times. And many times now, as my son is older and married, I think to myself, you know, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I I said to him. You know, he'll say something, I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I'm I'm the one guilty of that. So you'll see that as they get older. Is your daughter going to go off to college somewhere? Uh, yes. Uh, in fact, I, we toured UW-Milwaukee a couple of weeks oh. ago, and I think she's got her heart set to go down there. Uh, mm. She wants to go off and go into psychology. And wow. Wants to be a counselor, which she does love to listen, and she's got a lot of opinions on things. So I think she would be great at it. Um, That's fantastic. Um, that's a great thing. And, you know, going off to school, that was, I, and I know she's, you know, your little girl. I just remember the day, I'll never forget the day we dropped our son off. He went to St. Norbert and five hours, you know, one way for us. Oh my gosh, 45 minutes. I couldn't even talk. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> so I hope you have a better time at it than I did. I didn't do well with that, Greg. I, I think we'll be all right. Kate is, uh, you know, while she is kind of all your traditional teenage daughter uh, scenarios. So 
but she's uh, she's very young for her class, but she's kind of mature beyond her years. She's one of those kids you could say was born older. Yeah. Um, so I think she'll she'll be all right. I'm sure there'll be a, a little bit of homesickness some here and oh, there. Oh, sure. Sure. I'm, of I'm course. certain that her mother will uh, shed more <laughs> than one tear when we drop them off. I think it's the moms. Yeah, I was really terrible. My poor husband, he couldn't even be sad because I was crying so hard. And he kept saying, this is what we've worked all of our life for. This is what we, you know, this is what he's supposed to do. <laughs> but I made it through. Yeah, So it worked out fine because you're just so excited for them. You know, you want them to do so well and a reflection on you too, you know, to a degree. And then as you drive away, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, they're on their own. Even though they're grown, supposedly, they still seem like little babies to me. I, I would be willing to bet if you had a podcast with my mother, she would still say that she looks at me and my brothers as little kids that you know, she can't protect when we're not with her. So yeah, it's it's hard. I, as I'm sitting here thinking about it now, I, maybe it'll be more of a struggle for me than I'd like to put on. But I mean, like my husband, like I said, didn't even get to be sad for a while. But then when he was sad, it was like, oh, I realized that I took that, a little bit of that away from you on our way home. And then we hit a horrible, horrible storm on the way home. And I, I just knew that was what was going to happen. <laughs> It was it was a little crazy. It was a, it was a long time ago though. My son's been out of school for a while. He's married now and uh, just bought his first house and very excited about that part of his life now too. I mean it's good, but your heart just kind of misses them, I guess, because you know you're used to that. And then all of a sudden that's gone. And but anyway, I just wanted to see if there's anything else that you wanted to bring up that you work on right now that's really you're passionate about. Or I think the Crime Stoppers thing is awesome. I mean I, everything you've pretty much mentioned here has been impressive that you got so involved so early and helped a lot with a lot of the stuff in the community. I mean, the why and just everything that you've talked about. And I think it's uh, admirable. And I want to uh, thank you. And I want to thank you for that. No, I, I, I'm happy to do it. And, and really, you know, I find it very rewarding. You know, you get to meet a lot of other people with different ideas, but all working towards the same goal. Yes. Uh, it's, it's always been a pleasure to uh, serve on any of those boards and work with people. You know, like I said, different ideas sometimes, but all towards the same goal. It's it's always been rewarding. Met many, many friends over the years on all these different capacities, all very good people in the community that I'm honored to be able to call my friends and colleagues. Uh, it's, it's always been a pleasure. Well, that's great. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, Greg. Uh, You've done a lot in the community, and I think um, your ambition is fascinating, and I think what you're looking forward to in your years ahead, no matter when it happens, whenever they decide to retire, I think that's great. And let's talk again so we can continue this and continue on your journey. Well, I'd be happy to anytime. You just let me know. All right. I will do that. I'll, we'll stay in contact for sure. I'm sure I'll see you around, too. Oh, yeah. And Everyone out there, if you want to get hold of Greg um, about this Crime Stoppers uh, board position, Greg, how could they get hold of you? Uh, they could just reach out to me directly at my office. Uh, the okay. number for Nash Law Group, it's pretty easy search, but it's 423-8200. They could call oh. me anytime. And I think that's fantastic. That's a great idea. I, I always thought that Crime Stoppers was kind of cool. You know, it's a it's something that we really need in the community. Crime Stoppers is such a really good local program to have, and we're very lucky to have that. So thank you so much uh, for doing that, too. And I want to say thank you to Greg uh, Jerobek, right? Greg Jerobek? Uh, Jerobek. Jerobek. You know, Why do I keep doing that? <laughs> when I started practicing law here all those years ago, I used to correct people. After a while, I just kind of 
gave up. I, I take no offense to it. it it's a tricky name sometimes. Uh, people well, my are last name, yeah, my last name gets slaughtered all the time too. So I understand completely. But I just want to thank you very much for taking the time today to talk to me. You know, this um, this podcast will be put up all over the place. You can catch me on any platform podcaster on. Again, thank you so much, Greg. And is there anything else that you'd like to say? No, I just, uh, I want to say thank you again for having me on. It's been fun and uh, I look forward to doing it again. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Shirley and Shirley show today. Our guest, Greg, he did a great job. He's a lawyer here locally with Nash Law Group. Greg is very active in the community. So please keep following him. He has some ambitions here down the road. Again, thank you. And you can find us on any uh, hosting site. Thank you.